Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. I mentioned at the start of the show, um, I was reading Gone Girl actress Rosamund Pike. She was talking about the wellness industry and she has described it as a con. She says the idea that it's no longer enough to be healthy, that we have to be well is something that needs to be interrogated. And I mentioned this today because I know certainly my own social media, my own Instagram account, constantly flooded with um, discussions, talks, events about wellness. I'm not necessarily saying it's a bad thing, but I wonder, like, what do people get from it? Does it put unnecessary pressure on people to look or behave in a certain way. I'm interested in your thoughts, your experiences uh, of this today. Um, David Robert Grimes, though, is with us because David's a scientist and the author of The Irrational Ape. He's uh, he's on the line. David, the comments from Rosamund Pike that wellness is a con, do you agree? I'd largely be in agreement with her. Yeah, I mean, you, you've got to look at what wellness actually means. It's nebulous. It means whatever you want it to mean. But the global wellness market, by most metrics, is about four times the entire pharmaceutical market worldwide. So a lot of people are making an awful amount of money based on something they can't even define. And that should be a big red flag in the first instance. That there's no, what, no hard definition first? There's three or four competing definitions for, for wellness, but they're all very vague. So as in, 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 in Pike's interview, as she pointed out, these are, you know, these are being used to sell lifestyles and things that people don't actually need. It's not enough to be healthy anymore. It's sold as something additional to health, something aspirational, something that you must have. And that also opens the door for an awful lot of dangerous nonsense. And it lends itself in, in a bizarre circle into a lot of disinformation about health as well. So as a net thing, wellness should be something that raises a lot of our um, internal scepticism when we hear it sold as a panacea for our ills. Like, I, I would, um, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, up until about six, seven years ago, I would have said wellness wasn't something we talked about. I mean, yes, health and fitness and, you know, healthy lifestyle, absolutely. But but it's as th- is it something that has just... Um, you know, but been been born in recent years. It's been marketed a lot more heavily in recent years. So the idea of life, it used to be called lifestyle or human interest stuff, that was big years ago. Um, it gets rebranded every few years. So what we essentially see is old ideas repackaged and wellness is a rebranding of this kind of holistic, vague sense of, of well-being. Now, of course, you can't commercialize well-being or so you might think, but this is exactly what is being done. And it's a little bit of a con, and that I think what, what Rosalind Pike said in her interview, it is a little bit of a con. It's the idea that you need more than just being healthy or mentally and physically. You need this extra to be complete. And again, that is pure marketing. There is no medical or scientific reason for that claim. And yet, as you point out, if you go onto Instagram or TikTok, you will see people selling you a lifestyle. It's aspirational. It's vague. It's nonsense, but it's just marketing of very old ideas to a more gullible, wider audience. But I suppose people don't necessarily have to buy into it. Like, I'm trying to find what's the negative of it. There's an awful lot of negatives to it, and this is they're, they're not immediately obvious. Firstly, a lot of the people that are selling you these wellness ideas, a lot of the things they, they offer, their supplements or their, their, their treatments, will be harmless. But a lot of them actually can be harmful or can delay 
um, your medical interventions if you actually need them. We see that an awful lot, that people will say, oh, you don't need medical treatment for this. We can heal this with these drops or these supplements. And a person actually misses a real symptom of something they actually need help with. Also, as these people present themselves as gurus, they overextend their confidence on fields they do not know. So they will tell you stuff about manifestation or science that they don't really understand. And it's not really true. And that can make vulnerable people, particularly people with low health literacy, are far more likely to be negatively affected by this. You will often see, for example, the anti-vaccine movement goes hand in hand with the wellness movement. And that has been a known really? fact for... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I write about that quite extensively. You will see a lot of the wellness influencers will also be pushing vaccine sceptical lockdowns as well. Or, or, or Not all now, to be fair. I mean, you know, no, but there's, there's a, yeah. But I also will point out the research is fairly clear on this, that there's an awful lot of overlap. Okay. Because okay. anyone who doesn't want to embrace, again, if you really don't feel well, you have medical professionals you can go to. If you are going on to your social media to get that information, that opens up the door for a lot of people who are not qualified or who are not ethical to be selling you something. And if they're selling you something, which they always are, that is when you need to ask questions. Okay, let me bring in David. Stay with us because I, I want to get a couple of different voices, and I would just love to chat to people who have got involved or embraced or attend wellness events. Um, I want to hear how it's been beneficial or has it to you in recent years. You can drop me a WhatsApp oh eight seven fourteen hundred one zero six. Um, our own presenter here of uh, Alive and Kicking on News Talk, Claire McKenna, is is with us on the line today. Claire, you've heard what what David had to say, and and he was talking about Rosamond Pike's comments. But like, what's your view on wellness being described as a con? Well, I'm a big fan of the work of David Robert Grimes. I've interviewed him myself. I think it's a really important part of the wellness discussion for sure. And I think some of the points that Rosamond Pike had to make are really important that we do need to interrogate what it is that we're signing up for or taking part in and that the practices that we're going along with are evidence-based. But I don't think we should be throwing it away altogether as a complete con. Even the World Health Organization describes health as a state of complete physical, mental and social well-being and not merely the absence of disease. We need more than just functioning bodies and to be physically well. There's a lot going on with life and life can be difficult. It can throw all kinds of things at us from trauma to stress and to be able to find things that help us to manage that. That's where I view wellness to be. And I do understand that there's a lot of people making a lot of money out of making people Mm. feel like they're not doing life right. And that's something that I I, I really abhor. But I do think that people are going to sometimes need even an assessment of where they're at in their life. So that could mean going on a retreat. That could mean working with a breathwork technician to find the ways to bring down their stress all of that is, is part of wellness. I mean, I was listening to an interview recently that Annie McManus was giving and she was just saying, I'm not into this whole wellness thing. I can't abide it at all. But then she was going on to talk about how in the last couple of years, she'd really assessed how she was living her life and where she was spending her time and what was going to light her up and left her Radio 1 job and really embraced her writing. And all of that is part of our well-being. All of that is part of our wellness. When it's sold as this big panacea, that's where the danger is. But we do all need health and wellness. They are very much interlinked. If you, you can be eating the most incredible diet, but if you're stressed around your relationships, around your job, around your finances, 
it's not going to make much of an impact. So sometimes there may be times that we need help in those areas in order to have well-being. Yeah, like it's funny, Claire, I have to be honest and, you know, I've always, I'm probably, look, I'm cynical by nature and I'm probably a little cynical about 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 this as well and, and it comes from like I see some of my friends that are very have be, I suppose become very involved or got very interested in in wellness and you know when, and I suppose all, all that goes with that but I, I often hear them talking about things like manifesting and they're going to manifest about this job or meeting somebody or whatever it is they're going to manifest about and, and they'll talk about this and they put this huge amount of time into it and I, I sit back and look at them and I think what happens if this doesn't come come true or come to pass? Did, did they not manifest hard enough? You know, like, is there is the negative of that that you can feel like a failure if you didn't get it right? Because you've been told if you really want something and you work hard enough at it and you think long enough about it, you'll get it. But if it doesn't then happen, does, is that not a yeah, worse, more negative? It's interesting because that's what I spoke to David Robert Grimes about because there is a danger in that. I don't like this idea that we are doing life wrong and and letting people feel that there is a chance they could be living their best life if they just did this this and this rather than cultivating a being content with where you are right now and having a look at where you are right now but I mean Roxy Nafusi is the the queen of manifesting at the moment she's huge in the wellness world and when you drill down into some of the things that she's talking about she's talking about having a sense of 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 self-worth of taking a look at where you're at in your life and, and, and what you believe you are worthy of. But I do think there is a danger in it. I do think it needs to be taken with caution. I think a lot of vulnerable people are falling down a trap of feeling like there is just this magic pill or this magic formula. And there isn't. We're always going to have stresses. We're always going to have difficulties. But there are some of the practices that I really do feel do benefit people to take time away. We're taking in more information now than we ever have before. We're constantly bombarded with people living life better than we are. So to be able to take time to assess where we are truly at and what we truly want can be a beneficial thing. But I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. About yeah, I just the want, I just, I, that, that is, I suppose, one of my primary criticisms and, 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 and concern in, in as much level as when I hear, you know, people I know and, and, and friends talking about, like, you know, because such and such an influencer manifested X, Y and Z and it came to pass for them, then, you know, everybody, it, it, this, this, whatever you want to describe it, this method will, will work for all. Uh, David, is the, is the manifesting, like, where are you with that? Well, we, we need to go back. Well, obviously, I, I, I have strong opinions on this, but I'll just break down a few things we've talked about here already. So the first thing we're talking about is we're already kind of going into a nebulous definition again. While mental health and well-being is incredibly important, I don't think anyone would decide that, wellness is such a wide envelope that anyone can sell anything under it. So I, what I will agree entirely mental health is really important and we need to look at that. That is part of health. Wellness is just too vague for that. When you get into things like manifestation, you are talking something that is pure pseudoscience. And actually, it's really cruel when you break it down. But then you look at people that are suffering. Say, I deal with patients with cancer an awful lot of the time, and they often are inadvertently shamed with the idea that, oh, because they didn't, they obviously got cancer because they weren't positive enough. 
This is, by the way, total nonsense. We find that mm. people get cancer at the but same rate, the whether, sort of stuff, whether yeah. they're optimistic okay. or not. Um, and we, we had a few months ago, we had the scandal with the, with the happy pair making claims about um, uh, cancer and wellness that weren't yeah. founded. So you have an awful lot of potential damage, particularly for people who are people suffering. Yeah. Manifestation, for those who don't know, is the idea that if you visualize something, it'll become true. It's wishful thinking. It is simply okay. not the case okay. and it becomes victim blaming very quickly. Can I, Gillian is on the line too. Gillian Hines is from, from The Body Project. Um, do, does it put unnecessary pressure on people, do you think, Gillian, to behave in a, in a certain way? Well, I just think, I suppose, if you look at it, I suppose we started with health and fitness and now suddenly there's a, a kind of an added layer on top of being well or wellness. And as David said, it's kind of, it's utterly meaningless. You know, we can't really even describe exactly what that is. And I think for me as a personal trainer who work, I work in the fitness industry day in, day out, you know, most of us are not in a state of wellness or fitness, let alone, or sorry, you know, um, health and well, or, and fitness, let alone wellness. So, you know, I think we need to start at the basics of getting ourselves fitter, you know, uh, more, more in shape, um, getting our weight down, take the simple stuff about a healthy lifestyle, let alone now worrying about the next level, the sort of nirvana of wellness we don't even know what exactly what that is. So yes, I do think it puts a pressure on people. I think some of it's great and I think some of it's just silly and we need we kinda need to just kinda laugh at them but how do you decide like how do you do decide which is the beneficial part and the laughable bit? I think that's just down to the person, isn't it? You know, look, we had Winnie not so long ago selling those scented candles and all that and you know, some of it just have to laugh at this is so ridiculous. Um, but some of the things like manifestation and believing that, you know, see a positive future for yourself, that that might materialize. You know, I, I'd have to say, I think that's a really positive thing, because if you believe positively, you start to feel more positive and actually good things do start to happen for you. So it's not necessarily the thing you were manifesting and trying to manifest, but maybe something else. And, you know, I think that's actually a really positive um, kind of way of thinking. Um, obviously, we're not all going to be suddenly become multimillionaires and, you know, marry the man of our dreams. But, you know, other good things might come. So. I, listen, you know, some of it's harmful. I, I agree with Dave in the sense of, you know, um, sort of, um, you know, distracting people from their health and the simple stuff and giving them false promises and maybe them not investigating the, the stuff that they need to and, you know, going down the, the regular medical route like that is dangerous. Or, you know, people thinking that they can have a quick fix around their weight loss and they're not going to get that. And that stops them doing the sensible stuff that they need to do to maybe get their weight down and to be fitter and more more mm-hmm. healthy. So I think that it, it can throw those sort of barriers up for people that they're looking for a quick fix or a, you know, it's kind of a, a quackery solution over here because people want quick, you know, quick fixes. We want to, to fix the thing overnight, but it's not how it works. Um, so yeah, it's a bit of pressure on people and it, it is all a bit nebulous. I suppose a bit like the idea of us, we're supposed to be happy all the time and none of us can be happy all the time. No. We're going to have you know, miserable moments, you know, no matter how fabulous your life is, you're going to have, you know, terrible times. We can't all be well all the time. We can't all be happy all the time. We can't all have everything we want in the universe. It's simply not possible. So, you know, let's just start with, with minding ourselves and you know, being a bit, bit, bit more gentle on ourselves. Yeah. Does that come back, Claire, to the point that David made a little earlier around selling a lifestyle? The idea of the kind of, you know, forever happiness and constantly being happy. Yeah. And the real truth about health and, and well-being, I mean, I present a health and wellness show. So I, I obviously believe in the concept. I believe in the dangers that we've highlighted there. But I... I, I do believe that it is important that we assess our lives and where we are and that there may be some areas that will need some attention, but people can't make money off that. That's what people don't realize. We all know what we really need and what we really want. 
it's whether or not we have the means to get it in 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 some ways whether that's access to talk therapy or you know proper medical care but ultimately we all do know what we need and to assess where you're at in your life you can actually do it for free if you just go easy on yourself and really work out what it means you don't all have to be heading to the gym you don't all have to be pounding the pavements you don't all have to be making kale smoothies we're sold that it's this one size fits all mentality and it's not everybody's life is different everybody's story is different and you know we are being sold something and i think the route to well-being is actually a lot of it free some of the texts in from listeners on this wellness is simply a social media driven fad from which people and generations can make money, suggests one listener. Another texter says, I've suffered with anxiety for years. It's only in the past couple of months um, that I started meditation and sound baths. The difference in my mental health has been huge. Anything that makes you feel better isn't a con and I think it's a disrespectful uh, to say so. Another listener, um, I think wellness is a marketing gimmick. Um, this listener, wellness is pure nonsense. It's a tick box exercise for the HR departments. People are so busy they don't have time for any of this rubbish. This listener though says, the way I look at wellness is a holistic approach to living a new way. Striving to be aware of my bio, uh, my social and spiritual needs. For me it's accepting life as it is. Um, not as I fantasise as to how it should be, says this texter. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. 1800 453 106 is the number if you want to get in touch with us today. We're talking about Gone Girl actress Rosamund Pike. Her comments, she's warning people they have been conned by the wellness industry. And I've been asking you to get in touch about this today. Conned is a is a fairly a very strong word. Uh, we've heard some of the expert reaction to this, but a lot of listeners getting in touch as well. Fawn is with us on the line. Fawn, do, do you think it puts people under unnecessary strain and pressure? Okay, well, I'm coming from a nutritional therapist's point of view, and um, it's it's not black or white, in my opinion. So for some people, um, wellness, looking at your diet, um, eating well, can have a significant effect on your overall health. Um, but I do work with a lot of people who've got um, a real fear of food, a fear of unhealthy food. And for and it doesn't necessarily have a huge impact on their wellness. And I feel that I spend a lot of time helping people to sort of make peace with all food. So, yeah, I would agree um, that there's definitely a, a place for looking at your idea of wellness and what well, wellness means. means and, you know, and I'm working around food and overeating and mm. binge eating and that sort of thing. And um, there was a time where I would have suggested to people that they stay away from sugar. But actually, I've totally changed tack on that. And now I believe that real freedom with food is, is being able to eat everything in moderation. And then there's no fear of of food. Um, so I don't know if that answers or gets to what I haven't actually listened to the previous speakers, but I don't know if that gets what you're talking about. Yes, so do, do people come to you as a um, nutritional therapist? you know, having watched X, Y or Z video about wellness or gone to some event or, you know, speaking life coach session and they're following, like, are they looking for information? Is it, are they coming equipped 
with the right education or right approach about it or like I, I'm I'm trying to see what the negative necessarily is. Yeah, well, I suppose, um, yeah, they do come to me with with um, uh, with an idea about what way they should be eating. OK, and they can't live up to that, perhaps. And um, it's not necessarily that the message is so is 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 bad, but um, I'm trying to help them. It, it, I suppose that for me, it's about taking away the level of the food. You know, this is all about your relationship with yourself. Okay, and for a lot, I I work with mainly women and mainly women who have real struggles with controlling how much they eat and how they eat and that sort of thing. And um, it's so easy to put the focus on foods, on good and bad foods. And if only I could eat the right foods, I'd be okay. And I'm saying mm. to them, actually, you need to go a little bit deeper than that. It's what's underneath. It's the reasons why you eat that's the problem. And of course, it's not. You don't feel well if you eat sugar all day, or if you, eat, you know, if you live on bread. Or, but that's not really the problem. The problem is the is the is the want is the want for more. No matter how much you have, the more. So it's not really about the food. It's about the underlying dissatisfaction with just being with with okay. with yourself. Um, you know, no, no, sorry, I didn't mean to cut across you there, Fawn. I just wanted to bring in Oshin as well. Oshin's a, a personal trainer. Um, what type of wellness do you promote, Oshin, to, to your clients? Uh, I, I 100% agree with Fawn there, which he's just said. And it's actually a lot of what I would promote on my page as well. And so, like, as a sports scientist and nutritionist, I'm coming from a similar thing that she'd, what she'd be speaking about. But for me, <clears throat> right, so I've amassed half a million followers online. And a lot of people say stuff online and then news articles to get clicks and to get views. It's essentially what that news article is, in my opinion. Wellness to me is something that adds to your life or something that makes you feel better or that's something you go out to to make you feel better. So for some people, that's going for a coffee with their friend. Um, for some people, that's eating food that makes them feel good. But I think people get caught up in certain guidelines that she's talking about, as Fawn was talking about there, of certain foods are, are good and certain foods are bad. And they get caught up in feeling guilty. And that's where, that's not even wellness. That's just a misrepresentation of what health actually is. And I think if we can get the message across that there is no good or bad foods. I've, I've actually done a thing on this before where I ate McDonald's for two whole weeks and lost weight doing so um, to prove that there is no such food that is bad or that is fattening. And I think the more that we go into that and, and focus on that, the less of a negative aspect there is on wellness because wellness is literally just doing stuff that makes you feel good, doing stuff that makes mm. you feel better, things that add to your life. Isn't and that I think, the point? That how, how can that be a negative thing? David made earlier as well, like it, it was, it's finding what's the actual definition of wellness. That there, there's so many yes. combinations of it. But if she came out and, uh, and in the news article and she was speaking about wellness in a non-controversial way, the, the news article would get no clicks. There wouldn't be a news article about it. So if she came on and was like, you know what, there's positive and negative aspects to the wellness and explained it that way. There's not the way she worded the article and the way she spoke was that wellness is a con, which gets views and gets clicks. That's that's how. Yeah, well, we're talking about works. it today, I suppose, as a, as a result, you know, of that for sure. Uh, Laura Dowling is with us as well, Oshin. Laura is from the um, the fabulous pharmacist on Instagram. What's your view in this discussion, Laura? So my my view is is that we we're all living longer and we all want to live. Our, our, our healthiest selves and I think that's the essence of it so I think whether you call it health or whether you call it longevity or wellness that's the essence of this um, I'd have to agree with Oshin there I think that it, it coming out and, and, and poo-pooing an, an entire industry and saying that 
you know, it, 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 it's all a load of crap. Is 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 the way to get clicks? Because further further into that article, you know, the, they were talking about this, the app that lady has developed herself for bringing yourself into to, to another form of consciousness with strobe lighting. So I think that there's 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 another question there on the articles that are being published when people do speak out and, and talk about these things. But but I think wellness is, and and I give talks around the country on wellness. And, and just living healthily. And I think the essence of it is, is is making sure that you check yourself regularly in terms of, you know, your 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 breath, your your testicles of your of your man. I think it's uh, getting enough sleep, your diet and your exercise. And and that's really the essence of the of of what wellness See, you're, is. You're talking you about do. it from a fairly medical, you know, this, I suppose the, the, the concept, the way you would discuss it with your GP effectively, how is your diet, regular exercise, checking your breasts? Is that, is that what you, is that your kind of definition of it? But I think that is what, what wellness is. And I think that like what one of your speakers just said there, even going for a coffee with friends, that that is wellness. It's just living the best way that you feel that you can to make yourself as happy as you can. That's what we're all striving for in this world. We're all striving to be healthy. We all want to be healthier. And certainly on my own fabulous pharmacist page, that's all the questions that I get is, you know, all about that. It's all about, you know, how do I get a better sleep? How do I exercise? Mm. But is it, How is, do I eat better? There, I suppose there, there are things that we've, you know, always kind of talked about. And I, I made that point a little earlier. Like, I don't ever remember talking about wellness or under the wellness banner until about nearly six or seven years ago. I just wonder, are we, like, maybe, is it just a case that we're rebranding, yeah. you know, healthy lifestyle so. and fitness? I th- absolutely think so. That's all it is. It's 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 just, it's, it's a word. It's a marketing. So it's a marketing. And, um. Well, I don't know if it's marketing because it's like who came up with, with that word and thought it was marketing. But what I do think is that it's it's a term, it's an umbrella term for how people can live healthier and better. And and yes, I agree that there are certain people and certain in, certain areas of the industry that would be peddling things that aren't necessarily wellness orientated. Gwyneth Paltrow herself has uh, you know a, a, something that you can use to steam your vagina with. I don't necessarily think that's a part of wellness, you should, there shouldn't be anything necessary to, to, to clean your vagina itself cleaning. And, and there will always be charlatans in the space. And I think people just need to be discerning about who they listen to, who they follow and what they spend their money on. Mm. And, and I think that if you're, if you're striving to live a healthier, longer, better life, then it's whatever that it encompasses that. So I think wellness okay. in and of itself is, is an umbrella term Does an e- for a healthier life. Email in from a listener who just simply says, I don't think the, pr- the problem isn't wellness, it's the quality control of it. Some isn't quality. Um, others are yeah. li- life transformations as this li- this listener. Uh, Tracy's on the line as well. Tracy, you, you've been listening to this discussion. Um, why did you get in touch about it? Um, hi Andrea, thanks you, for taking the call. I'm great time. Um, well, I run a, um, I was going to call it a health and wellbeing business there. I get caught up in the name. Um, I started off providing you know, fitness classes for women who don't have access to this kind of, you know, opportunity in their, their day-to-day lives. And then I've morphed into now providing reset days and retreats. And I completely agree with the last two quarters in terms of let's not get caught up in the definition of wellness and wellbeing. It's so important that we focus on, I suppose from my perspective, inclusivity, making exercise accessible to all, providing people with, you know, a, a, you know valid means of stress reduction, whatever that might be. 
Um, I think that there are, as your last caller said, there will always be people who are trying to exploit um, people who are feeling vulnerable, be it around sleep, exercise, nutrition, stress. I think the key the key factor in all of this is that there are enough people out there who are motivated by the right means to who don't profess to be expertise or experts in areas that we're not qualified in. That's so important. Mm. Um, but that our, our motivation is providing. So from, from my perspective, you know, the people I would tend to, to, to help most are women, you know, over a specific age, kind of over 35 upwards, um, who have put themselves last on the priority list, who have always put people before them. Um, and they don't feel that they have access to, you know, a, a kind of a, a nice environment where they can exercise, be themselves, etc. cetera. Um, so, you know, for, for me, um, you know, well, is incorporating all the things that I could do to make these people feel better. And I think the one, the one thing point aside, one kind of different point I wanted to bring to it was, you know, we're talking about something being remarketed, this wellness or well-being. Word. I think the one thing, and maybe I missed out on, on something, but I think what we have to focus on as well in the last two or three years, maybe there has been more of a push recently to to promote this kind of thing because people have been under undue pressure, un, un Precedented issues have have been created because of the pandemic. Okay, um, okay. and I think no, from my perspective, point. I've seen you know that that's why that's then create you know a reset date for people. And I know I, I was kind of laughing at your kind of talking about your friends and their manifestations and their whatever. And I agree, you know, there there can be a bit of woo woo around all of this, um, but I don't think there's any woo woo around people gifting themselves, you know, four or five hours in a day to really refocus on them. Oh, yeah. Well, like, I mean, removing stress and, you know, looking, I suppose, at your food consumption or whatever form of exercise you take. I I, I don't, like, I'm I'm not cynical about that, but I suppose it's it's other elements of it that, you know, I just, I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I listen to friends sometimes or people that I know talking about it and, I do wonder where the the information you know is coming from. Who are the sources that they're they're taking um, the lifestyle choices by? But look, I suppose that's up up to themselves as well, isn't it? Rose has got in touch to say, let's face it, wellness is a middle class concept invented for people who have money and can't understand why life isn't always hassle free. According to Rose, another texter, I think it's nonsense. Just putting a name on things that we've always done. Walking on the beach, not a new idea. Listening to bird songs, they've always been singing. It's just labelling, relabeling normal things. And there's an interesting email I wanted to bring you from listener who says, I'd like to stay anonymous, but we have a family story that relates to this. I have a family member who became very much into mindfulness and coaching it. And when one of our other family members was diagnosed last year with bowel cancer, um, my relative told her that it was to be expected after an entire lifetime of keeping her issues internal and burying her head in the sand. She actually was diagnosed with one of the most common forms of cancer. She did nothing to cause it. It was just unlucky. Just unhelpful rhetoric around the uh, the very serious issue that one family member had to had to deal with in that case. Look, keep your stories coming in to us. Lunchtime Live at Newstalk.com is the email address. Um, I do want to thank though Tracy and Laura and Oshin and uh, Fawn there for getting in touch with us about this. A lot of reaction actually to it. As I said, we're chatting about it today. It's um, actress uh, Rosamond Pike's comments over the weekend. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.